Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Inside Scoop. We try our best to provide you with information that's going to be helpful to you and your student so that you can enjoy a successful school year. And one of the challenges that parents and students face is just staying on top of it all. The assignments, the classwork, uh, communicating with the teacher, etc. So today I brought in Janelle McClure, Cobb's Director of Applied Learning and Design, who oversees Cobb's answer to all of this called CTLS, the Cobb Teaching and Learning System. Welcome to the Inside Scoop, Janelle. Thank you. So a lot of people have had some experience with CTLS because of the pandemic, uh, primarily having to do remote teaching and, and all of that, but that's that's actually not where it all began. Can you tell us a little bit about the background and how long this has been going on? Absolutely. This actually began as a vision of our superintendents even before he was in that role. He recognized that there was a need to have everything in one location. And, and he, excuse me for interrupting, but he was the chief technology officer. I believe so, yes. Yes, well, he was definitely the chief technology officer before he was the superintendent. And it's my understanding that that is when this vision kind of came to fruition for him Mm -hmm. in recognizing that um, we needed information in one location. And so he began with CTLS Assess because, of course, you know that one of his three priorities, as has been since um, he assumed this role, is to make data driven decisions. Mm hmm. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. And so obviously the logical place was to start with CTLS Assess. And that was probably eight to 10 years ago when that first piece of the system was being fully developed and rolled out. Mm -hmm. And it was about seven years ago when it was determined that we were ready for the next step. Assess was fully functional. It was being rolled out. And now it was time to roll out CTLS Teach. So the purpose behind that was to gather teacher resources in one location. So what was going on is we have district level supervisors over content areas and grade levels back then, and they had resources, as did the individual teachers, in dozens, if not hundreds of different places. Okay, like uh, internet websites they like and Absolutely, that sort of thing. Absolutely, right. Any, okay. any kind of wikis back then, um, areas where you could consign out, right? We're really dating ourselves here. Um, there were a lot of online tools that you could use to organize information. Um, uh-huh. Live binders was one of them, too, that was being used. Uh, some people were just using a shared drive, which was fine. But the information was everywhere. And what was happening is that teachers were struggling to find it. And at the end of the day, they'd be like, you know what? I don't have time for this. Forget it. I'm just going to go out and find my own content. Well, that could or could not have been aligned to standards. It might not have been vetted. It couldn't necessarily be the quality of content that we had created at the district level. Wait, you found it on the Internet. So it's got to be true. true. It's got to be vetted in quality and aligned to standards. Sure. Mm. Yeah. So it was a struggle. And um the superintendent's idea was that we needed to save teachers time. So he decided that CTLS Teach would be next, which was logical. And we developed a system in such a way that every grade level and every course was represented in CTLS Teach. And each of those would have the instructional framework aligned to it. It would have the standards. It would have the balanced instructional documents and an array of resources that would allow a teacher to confidently develop lessons and units for their individual classrooms. Okay. And it was all designed exactly the same from grade level to grade level and course to course with a very user-friendly interface so that there was consistency. Mm-hmm. There was no learning different places according to what subject you were teaching. Right. Everything looked exactly the same. Oh, that's huge right there. It was there. fantastic. I mean, yeah. I've, I've got uh, a family with a lot of kids and 
in any given school year, you're mm-hmm. having to learn the uh, peculiar preferences of <laughs> some of the teachers. That's uh, a good way of saying it. Not Cobb teachers, other teachers, <laughs> who, um, you know, they, they might like the interface they deal with on their end, Correct. but it's not necessarily the best for the parent or the student in some cases. No, that's absolutely right. And don't don't get me wrong, the first iteration of the system was by no means fabulous, right? I mean, you have to start sure. somewhere, right. which we did. But something that we're incredibly proud of, and you'll hear the superintendent mention often, is that the entire system is developed based on the feedback and enhancement requests of our end users, uh-huh. whether that be teachers, students, parents, yeah. um, other stakeholders. There's this opportunity to constantly submit ideas for the iterations of the system. And we take all of that and we organize it every quarter. We prioritize it based on the number of people that are requesting it. And the entire system's development on a quarterly basis is aligned to what the end user is requesting. So this system that you see now for CTLS Teach, let's say, for example, is incredibly different than the one we started with, of course, because we've iterated on it over the years based on what teachers are telling us they need. Okay. So you're actually responding uh, to their... Now, is that just uh, from the beginning, you asked what they needed, and then you're working from that, or is that an ongoing thing? No, it's ongoing. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's built into the system, the ability to submit requests and enhancements. Well, that's fantastic. Now, let's... uh, my mother was a teacher. I just remember her staying up so late working on lesson plans. Mm-hmm. How does that experience translate? And by the way, parents, we are going to pivot more toward your experience here, uh, what, what you'll get as a benefit out of using the system. But uh, knowing that the teacher is teaching good stuff, mm-hmm. you either have to have a teacher who is committed to those extra hours of, you know, getting all those resources you were talking about and and working to get those into a lesson plan or teachers who are incredibly well connected. How have you guys met that need in a teacher's life and how does that make their life better? So having been a teacher for 18 years before moving to the district level, I can certainly recognize the amount of time and effort that goes into planning lessons and day-to-day instruction and just trying to find the content and the activities and build the assessments. And I mean, there's, uh, there's so much creativity and, and art that goes into the development of resources um, that I'm really commiserating with um, that, <laughs> that, uh, that scenario that you just provided you, us. Don't give you a, a PTSD moment right, here. Right, right. My heart no, goes out to those, those new too. teachers yeah. that uh, come on board and they've got to develop all their stuff. But if they, they do. don't have you know, somebody to help them, obviously that would be overwhelming maybe. It is. And here's the difference. Cause I was just saying this, even last week we had new teacher Academy and um, we were presenting to them repeatedly on CTLS, of course. And I can't count the number of times I must have said, if I had only had something like this when I was a teacher, it would have been wonderful because yeah. again, we go back to the saving time built into CTLS teaches what's called a resource library. You'll hear the superintendent refer to it as a learning object repository, but um, rolls off the tongue, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, or a lore, but uh-huh. um, we reference it as the resource library and it's 
over 1 million pieces of content that we have curated and collected. We've tagged, we've vetted for quality, and we have included in this resource library an an array, large array of pieces of content. So it's not just like a worksheet, for example. You've got multimedia in there, and you've got full units, you've got lessons, you've got assessments. There's a variety, obviously with over a million objects, a variety of content in there. Um, And it's all tagged and aligned to standards. So this includes uh, some of our district-provided resources. We're continuing to add those as we go, as well as some open educational resources are in there, and even some teacher-created resources are in there. So essentially, if a teacher is building a lesson or a unit, they can start in CTLS Teach. They can go to the individual course and see what resources are already provided there by their district content supervisor. Mm -hmm. And then they can launch the resource library. And there are a number of filters available so that you're not searching through a million objects. Right. right? You can filter by grade level. You can filter by standard. You could filter by audience. There's dozens of filters in there to, to narrow your search, just like you would in any kind of a search oh, yeah. engine, right? Or like shopping. Absolutely, right? right? You can narrow your search and you can find content to align to whatever your standard or lesson is. And you can build what's called a collection. And you can kind of um, curate a number of different pieces of content, perhaps by a topic or a standard, and then um, you can share that collection with students. And it's just a a much easier way of creating content and developing that content and those lessons and those units within that one system still um, in order to provide that instruction to students. The best thing I think I like about collections, though, is that you're not limited to just what's included in the resource library. Collections can be customized. So if a teacher has a lesson that they absolutely love on a particular standard and they don't want to lose sight of that, Uh they can actually pull that information into the collection and it can be a part of it. So you can pull in external documents as well as using content within the library to build a collection that you can then either share with other teachers you mentioned that community piece. Uh-huh. You can share it with other teachers. You can then save it and modify it accordingly or use it as is. And then, of course, you can deliver it to your students. So they're not having to give up their own uh, work from past, right? No, not at all. I think some people or have that they? misunderstanding that they're being restricted somehow. And That's this is point. actually freeing Mm-mm. them up to bring their stuff in and even share it. Exactly. Right? Okay. Well, that's awesome. Exactly. So let's get down to brass tacks for the, uh, the the students themselves. What benefits will or do students experience from CTLS compared to, um, you know, what they've done in the past with the mm-hmm. uh, different platforms like mm-hmm. Remind and and all these others? Can, can you give us a comparison of where things were and and where they are now for mm-hmm. a student a student's life? So we had. Develop CTLS Teach, right? Right. Um, Actually, the next piece to CTLS, and we'll come back around to this, was parent. The superintendent felt very strongly that communication and engaging and informing our families was um, incredibly important. So he made that the next step in the CTLS development cycle, which we all, of Mm -hmm. course, agreed with wholeheartedly. Um, And then the pandemic hit. Yeah, And (laughs) so here comes CTLS Learn. It's the last piece of the system, and we had to roll it out very quickly. Because um, nobody was expecting a pandemic. So um, the timeline was expedited in the development of CTLS Learn, which is what you're referencing here for students. And um, we're incredibly proud of that because we were able to create and roll out that piece of the platform in three months. Because we had no choice. We had (laughs) to start a school year um, at home 
we had no choice, and so um, we were able to work uh, with the developers and work internally to make that happen. Again, the first iteration was pretty basic, but it served the purpose. And well, that first, and, and to be fair, I mm-hmm. mean, we found out that. Everything was going to be shut down. Yeah. Uh, n- never forget Friday the thirteenth. That's right. March, March, March Friday 13th. the thirteenth right. of twenty twenty, right. and so mm-hmm. that that next Monday was going to be your your test. It was. It was. So, yeah. It was a I, lot. I mean, that's just it insane to think of having to deal with. Well, and I remember us thinking, "Oh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, right? This yeah, is going right. to blow over two weeks, <laughs> two weeks we and we'll all be back. It'll still be okay." <laughs> uh, and so, you know, at the month, a couple of months went went on, and we realized we weren't coming back anytime soon. Uh, we were like, "Okay, we need to jump on this." Yeah. So, um, I'm quite, I'm mentioning all this right now to say that um, we are very fortunate in Cobb because we had CTLS which is a customized platform for Cobb by Cobb. And it was because of that, that if anything went wrong that first week of school, when 103, 105,000 students were logging into the platform Mm -hmm. almost simultaneously for the first time, that first week we hit a glitch or two, but because we own it, then we were able to work out the kinks and immediately move on. Yeah. You would read at that time stories from other districts around the country who were using out of the box solutions for learning management systems where it had crashed mm. and it was days before it would work again. Yeah. So we really had an advantage there. Yeah. We were not down hardly at all during that time and it's for that reason. Um, and I think there's something to be said for that and the superintendent's vision for developing it in in house so that we could address needs or concerns yeah. in a timely fashion. Well, and that that's huge. We're seeing it now mm-hmm. with all of the discussion in uh, the news about uh, students at various uh, places in the country that are trying to overcome the learning gap that yes. happened as a result of, of the pandemic. Yes. So it's not to say that uh, Cobb students didn't experience a, <laughs> a heck of a disruption, but it is to say that maybe that was minimized because there was less of a disrupt- disruption as a result of CTLS being in place, even though it wasn't fully developed at that point, right? No, it wasn't. It was a strong start. That is for sure. Um, I think that our students' uh, recent success as proven by the data that was just released by the DOE last week, too, Mm -hmm. um, actually speaks volumes to our academic division, too, of course, and the supports that were provided to teachers at the local schools. And then, of course, the support from our um, administrators at the local school level for their teachers and our teachers for the students. It's a trickle-down effect, right, of just... um, how we were able to leverage the CTLS tool to support teaching and learning, whether it be at home or in the classroom, does really speak volumes because you've gotta be able to have that platform in order to share the supports that students need in order to hopefully make up that deficit that we've all experienced. Um, But if you don't have a platform for developing and delivering and communicating like we have in CTLS, then you're gonna, to your point, you're gonna lose um, some time and yeah. some potential energy. So yeah, so CTLS Learn, again, end user feedback and enhancement requests have gotten it to where it is today. It's a beautiful system. Um, it alleviates the needs for parents having to go to multiple places or students, multiple places to gain information because all of the teachers of a particular student would be developing digital classrooms within CTLS Learn. 
and it's there that they can post information, they can build and deliver assignments, students can submit assignments, they can build and deliver formative assessments, and they can uh, post announcements and use it as a whiteboard, and students can collaborate, and it's amazing. Let me approach this from a perspective of a parent let's say a mm-hmm. parent has just moved into Cobb mm-hmm. they haven't experienced this at all okay my student goes to school day one mm-hmm. what would CTLS look like in a day in the life of my student mm-hmm. maybe that's a way to to depict this well and that's going to vary of course by okay. um, grade level and it's going to vary by subject area potentially okay. um, a, a kindergartner's experience with CTLS is obviously going to look much different than a junior's experience with CTLS, right? Right. So the idea, though, is that the system is so flexible in its use that a kindergarten teacher can use it to her benefit as well as the the teacher of a junior. Right, right. Um, So that's going to vary. I think the idea, though, is that um, this is the one area where parents will be able to find out what their student is learning. Um, anything you used to learn on a blog, for example. So I know one of the one of the challenges that we've often heard over the years um, from parents is that I have three kids, they're at three different schools, <sighs> and each kid has seven different teachers, and mm-hmm. so I'm visiting 21 different blogs um, to yes. try to find out, you know, what is happening in my kid's life for every subject of the day, which is insanity, right? Yes. But but that has been our reality. And that becomes the parents' homework. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yes, in addition, yes, to everything else. So um, the beautiful thing about CTLS Parent and CTLS Learn is that it alleviates that as a challenge because every one of a student's teacher's has a digital classroom within CTLS where the information you would traditionally find on a blog, like assignments, assessments, upcoming events, um, what was the agenda today, what's happening next week, all of that is being delivered through their digital classroom. So once you're into the system, then you can see all three of your children and look at everything that their teachers are doing and the students is doing so that you don't have to go to multiple places so anymore. You, you've got like a dashboard kind you of thing. You do. That's you exactly just, right. Mm-hmm. You click on your student and it, it mm-hmm. takes you and to you all You can their- see their different, you can see, right, their different classrooms. Now, um, as it is right now, we have a new feature that's going to be rolling out here shortly. Ooh. Is um, I know. We're, ooh, we're getting the inside scoop. first here. <laughs> um, yeah, is, is the ability for a parent to log into CTLS Learn to see exactly what their student sees. Okay. So, um, as it is right now, a teacher would communicate with parents through CTLS Parent, which they will continue to do. So they might take information that was usually on a blog, upcoming assessments, assignments, events, what have you, and they would post it in CTLS Parent and send it um, to their parents that way. And they're going to continue to communicate with you. But this new feature would allow a parent to log into CTLS Learn as their student so that they can see what their student sees. So there's no doubt, there's no second guessing Mm -mm. or relying on a student who may be, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, mm-hmm. stretching Hesitant. the truth a little mm-hmm. bit. And uh, may not, you know, it's the typical dinner conversation. So what'd you do at school today? Nothing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you don't get much more than that. Do you have any right. homework? No. So um, <laughs> with this upcoming feature, 
It will be a view-only access. Obviously, parents are not going to have the ability to edit or write or do anything um, on behalf of the student. Yes, thank you. Um, But they will have a view-only access where they can see exactly what the student is seeing, and hopefully that will be of a benefit to parents as well. So that it'll be first-hand view. Yes, I agree. Every now and then, it's possible that uh, students share their side of a story that may not be 100% accurate, and it's nice to be able to go in there and see an objective. Here's what What's going on? Uh, here's what the assignment is. Sure. Uh, no, she she said we could do that in class tomorrow. No, she didn't. I'm looking at your I'm looking perspective at it here. right now. <laughs> yes, I'm looking at it right now. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. It's it's wonderful, and again, all of this comes out of requests and um, enhancements that are submitted by end users of things that they want to see and be able to do, and and we we take all of that very seriously in yeah. the development cycle. This is such an incredible resource mm-hmm. uh, for students and parents. And um, is there anything else that you want to add? Any uh, any more uh, scoops of things <laughs> to come? That, uh, Just to say that we are rolling out enhancements on a quarterly basis. So okay. I, I briefly referenced that earlier, but yeah. um, that's not going to stop. Um, content is continually being added to the resource library. Yeah. And updates are being made to courses and teach. And parent and learn will will continuously have enhancements being developed based on feedback. Um, So I just rest assured that your voices are heard loud and clear. And we really do want to be able to deliver a system to you that does everything you want it to do and more. So please take advantage of the opportunity to share that voice with us. I will say that this is another another advantage, really, with having our own customized system. If you had an out-of-the-box system and you had an enhancement request, Mm -hmm. there are ways of submitting that. It might be 6, 12, or 18 months before you ever saw something like that come to fruition, if at all. Because if you're one of a few that are asking for it, it may never make it to the table. It may be a lower priority. Exactly. It may may never make it out there. Um, But their development cycles are going to be significantly longer. With us... Um, you know, we own it. So we make whatever changes we deem necessary when we deem it necessary. And mm-hmm. you're not going to get that anywhere else. Yeah. And and that's why it's as beautiful as it is now is because over all of these years, we just continually make it better. Yeah. Because yeah. we know what we want, what we need as, that's a, exactly a, district right. as a district and as a district. community. That's actually. exactly right. Now, yes. where can where can parents and students have that input? Where where is that available? It's built into the system. Oh, it is. It okay. is. Yes. So, um, if you go, if you log in, you should be able to find access to where you can submit requests. Um, there's also a, a help and a training center area built into the system. And we have some external sites also that we can share where you can get some additional help if you are struggling with doing something within the system. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of training documents out there that our amazing and fabulous instructional technology department has developed over the years. Tutorials. Absolutely. They're beautiful. They have video and they have print um, documents for that that we share with parents, teachers, students. Um, Absolutely. Lots of supports available for parents on that. Well, this is this is incredible. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd had this when I was in school. Me too. Uh, back in the 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you look great. <laughs> Thanks. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Janelle, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to come in. It's I know you're, you're a busy schedule. We're recording this prior, just prior to the first day of school, and mm-hmm. so it's got to be a little nuts for you guys. But thank you so much for sharing uh, with how things are going mm-hmm. and, and where they're going, mm-hmm. and um, also to our superintendent who saw yes. this coming. 
That's um, exactly right. It's good we had somebody who was a technology background kind of guy coming into this. Absolutely. So if you've got something out of this podcast and you think, hey, maybe there's more good stuff to be found on the Inside Scoop, please be sure to leave us a good review and subscribe so that we'll be able to let you know when the next one is published. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on The Inside Scoop.